welcome to Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Join me on the podcast tonight. Wake up, sir, and pots and pans. Hello, sir. How you been? I'm really well. I tell you what, I am recovering, or trying to recover, from the last week. It has been crazy with all <sighs> the San Diego news. <sighs> All yeah. the trailers and all the bits of gossip and everything else oh, seen there. I'm exhausted. I know it's been, it's been as a geek, mm. it's overwhelming almost now. Yes, like I mean, a few years ago, like well, I say a few years ago, like even ten years ago, uh, San Diego wasn't as big as it is today. Yeah, right. Yep. And it's now it's just all encompassing. Yes, right. Yes. And it's, it's a nearly a week long event and everything else. And so much stuff comes out that some of it gets lost in the shuffle. And yes. The, yeah. I know exactly yeah, what you mean. Some stuff, oh, look, I missed certain things. Did you see the trailer for uh, uh, Marvel's Legion? Yeah. It's coming out on uh, FX? FX channel, yeah. Yeah, now you just showed me the trailer before, and I was like, holy hell, it's, it's a mutant thing. He's meant to be the Charles most... Charles Xavier's son, yeah. Yeah, and he's also the most, uh, was it? Uh, the most potent powerful. mutant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it looks interesting. It looks a bit trippy. He, yeah, and yet he, he, he's not entirely sure whether he's a mutant. He thinks he's just crazy. Yeah. And the way that was filmed, he could be. He could be. Um, but it, it looks interesting. There's yeah. another TV. How are we going to keep up to date with all these oh, TV, geeky TV shows? The Flash, new season of Flash. They had the trailer for that as well. Flashpoint. Yeah. That's yes. Really I think now arms tapping into of, that of new stuff out as well. You just showed me a picture before of the Superman costume that's going to appear in Supergirl. Yes. I. Uh, Who's the actor? Do you know who the actor I, is? I don't know who the actor is. I, I, he looks that, like a Ken doll, Ging. He does. <laughs> the costume looks like a Ken doll. He's got no junk. You know how like, <laughs> most uh, superheroes have a little bit of you know package there at you the front? You know Male how, superheroes, that is. You know how, how the kerfuffle was with Batman and Robin, where Robin had more the junk cup. than... Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? That, that is, remember, that was a thing mm. back in the day. Mm. People were like, why is Robin more well-hung than Batman? Well, like, apparently... Who looks at that shit? Well, apparently, Chris O'Donnell gave the sculptor... Some cash. To, could you just make mine a little Are bit bigger? Are you serious? I, I swear to God, I saw in an interview with so him. So his was pat, Robin's was padded out. Yes. Ah, yes. oh, Robin was overcompensating in the junk department. <laughs> well, again, he that, whole, has. that whole film was really kind of overcompensated, wasn't it? Well, you, you know, yeah. Actually, did you see uh, someone posted again this week the the deleted scene of the opening of that movie no? where it's in Arkham Asylum and um, you know it's the escape. At the no. beginning of it? Yeah. Why did you tag me in this? All right, I'll tag you in it now. Oh, it's a bit late. You've just kind of like, but you know, I, I'm pretty spoiled sh- it. I'm pretty sure it's on the DVD that we all bought. Yeah, you know, I haven't never gone back and watched that <laughs> DVD. Sad, I really should. I, you sh- um, I'll uh, show you the uh, the fan edit version I've got of Batman Forever, where Can they've you? actually edited that back into the movie. Please do. I'd love to yeah. see that. Um, skipping along, because uh, we've just gotten a little bit sidetracked there. We're going to go back to... Where, <laughs> what, what were we talking about? Justice League. Mm. The footage. Now, it's not a trailer. It was just footage released for the fans at San Diego Comic Con. But, jeez, it was done like oh, a trailer. Oh, I might have made a mess in my pants. I, I woke up Sunday morning... I, yeah. I was laying in bed. Funnily and, enough, so did I, Ginge. And, you and, weren't beside no, me. No, separate beds. Separate beds and separate houses. Separate, separate streets away. Yeah, separate uh, suburbs. <laughs> and uh, I'm lying there and I just hear this. Oh, oh, ah! <laughs> that was me. Yeah. <laughs> and, actually, I was awake really early because the lovely wife was up. Yeah. And um, she's kind of actually like, you know, tapped me on the shoulder and gone, do you want to watch the, the Wonder Woman trailer? I'm like, oh, hell yeah, right. So. No, 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 hang on. I, w- I would have imagined you just went, huh? Yeah, probably. Uh, that was what? more like it. I'm embellishing the story. Um, why did I sound so rosy and like I just had fucking coffee? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Should have been, eh. 
had like 5.30 in the morning. Um, and it only just kind of broken from San Diego. Yes, yes. And we lay in bed. We watched it on, on the iPad and just went, holy hell, that mm-hmm. looks so good. And I dozed off to sleep. And about a half hour later, the lovely wife said, do you want to watch the Justice League footage? I'm like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> um, still no coffee at this stage, by the way. <laughs> uh, anyway, we watched both and just yeah, blown away. Like, I mean, the Wonder Woman trailer? Yeah. Fucking amazing. Mm. Loved it. I am so pumped for this film. And yeah, it, it, remember, I talked about it, said Gal Gadot wasn't Amazonian enough, wasn't bulky enough, whatever yeah, else. Yep. I eat my fucking words. I yep. take them all back. Yep. She looks the part, and that film is going to be... I reckon it's going to go gangbusters next year. I'm surprised your bedroom didn't look like a buddy one of those circus tent marquees with a big <laughs> tent pole. Hey, what happened to my bedroom stays right there. <laughs> um, but what won me over more, my favourite, was the Justice League footage. Seeing Ben yeah. Affleck in the role of Bruce Wayne, yeah. where, you know, and uh, Jason Momoa, kind of that gruff... Yeah. He's going to play a totally different Aquaman to what mm-hmm. we've seen in the comic books. Mm-hmm. His Aquaman is going to be... The this gruff warrior, yeah, you know, and yep. he's not blonde. He's got the dark hair and everything else. And you know what? Maybe DC should have gone with that. They should have tapped more into that in their DC rebirth. Maybe changed Aquaman a bit yeah. from the blonde haired. Well, I guess they like the the characters at the moment are being drawn like their cinematic equivalents. To aren't a degree, they? but not, a little not bit. With, not with Aquaman. They should have no. gone long haired and, and bearded and warrior like. You know, speak. Um, oh, I just love the whole thing at the end, though. I hear you've talked to fish. I <laughs> oh, love it. And the little smirk on Ben Affleck's face as Bruce Wayne when he says it. Um, the little bit with Cyborg. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. But The Flash. Yes. Uh, I'm sold. What's his name? Ezra Miller. Oh. I am just... I was... I take it back. Everything I've kind of said, oh, you know, Cause I don't he, think they're going to do The Flash in Superman right. Batman, he had, like, long hair and, and a bit of this sort of scruffy sort of beard and yeah. thing happening. And But he looks the part in this In trailer. this, yeah. Yeah. I love it how he's like, I'll stop you right there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The answer is yes. I need friends. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I really enjoy I Like, um, looking at that effect where he throws the batarang and he goes into, you know, sort of... Slow down mode. Yeah, yeah. slow-mo kind of thing. Yeah. He's, he's that fast. It's, yeah. It's a slow-mo. Although, the, the, the lightning sort of uh, colouring was blue, and I wasn't sure why they didn't the just com- go some yellow some and some red. Some comics have done that. Where really? It was blue. Yeah. 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 But just to tie into it, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. You've got a real thing as to why the DC TV universe doesn't cross over to the, well, the movie universe. Yeah, you? like we were talking like yeah. before about... And, and don't get me wrong, I agree with you. I'm kind of like, can you imagine how cool it would be to see Stephen Amell make a cameo in the Justice League movie as Green Arrow, as and, Ollie Queen? And it, it, like, it seems like with Superman Batman, they've kind of, by introducing Flash as this new actor, yeah. they're like, no... You know what? Television, you stay in your realm, we'll stay in our realm. Which is, it's it's disappointing. I get that they're probably going, oh, we can't copy Marvel, but they should have. Because yeah. it, it works well with the Marvel Universe, kind of having that little bit of a crossover. Exactly, because you can introduce characters in the TV universe. But you know what I want to know? And then spawn them out into the... They've made, hint, like, hinted at it in, in Daredevil and, and things like that. Yeah. Yep. That they are kind of tied into the Marvel movie universe as yes, well. Yes, yes, yes. But I wonder whether in the Marvel movie universe we will ever see the likes of old mate who plays um, Matt Murdock, well, Daredevil, rock up in the films, yeah. or whether we'll see that version of Luke Cage rock up in the films. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't know whether they're gonna because from from what we heard, the guy who plays Daredevil was really excited that he was going to get a part of Civil War because Daredevil plays a role within that in the comics universe 
but because that came out so late based on the production of yeah. Civil War. It never meshed. It never, yeah. It never happened. I wonder. Uh, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see in the long run because there are so many Marvel series coming out. It's freaking yes. ridiculous. Yes. But we're still excited about it all. Um, and and, and, and just, just quickly, yeah. like we were saying, now that Supergirl has introduced Superman into yep. their universe. I swear he looks like a Ken doll. <laughs> He does. He, I don't even the, know who the actor is. Like, I think he's uh, from like Teen Wolf or something. But that's probably why I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's because I'm an adult and I don't watch shit like that. Well, hey, if it was Michael J. Fox, yes, you would have watched it. <laughs> but the costume, like, I just uh, what? And why didn't they just bring back Tom Welling? Apparently, he, he wanted was, to. He, he was keen. He, he was keen as mustard. I like Tom Welling. You know, and I'm thinking maybe well, that's the old man in me that just goes. I remember when he was in Smallville, but. It's like like we say. It's almost like DC is gone. Everything was created by bloody kryptonite. (laughs) I don't know. My voice changed. It it? was. Remember the first season? Mm -hmm. Every fucking villain was created by kryptonite. (sighs) Sorry, I cut you off back then. No, I was just saying that. You know, it seems like okay. DC TV universe. You do what you want. We're going to stay up here and we'll do the cinematic universe. We're movies. We don't slum it with the TV. Yeah. So it seems like they've pretty much drawn their lines inside. It's disappointing. I'd love to see Stephen Amell uh, rock up in a cameo or something like that. Um, It's just yeah. I don't know. And the Superman suit looks a little strange. It does. Like I mean, the Supergirl suit was was based on Superman's cinematic universe. Yes. And now this Superman suit is kind of new fifty two ish, new fifty two ish, a bit injusticey. There's no sort red, of red undies, is there? No, but there is a belt. Do you miss the red undies? Um, personally, on myself, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'm wearing them tonight. Actually, you wouldn't. You wouldn't wear them on the outside, though, would you? Oh, it depends. Depends. If do you think if, the days of wearing your Grundies, if you're a superhero, on the outside, mm-hmm. your trunks? Um, look, which, to be honest, to be honest, I've never understood that. It's like why, like, well, know, why I not mean, just put them on the inside? Because in some of those situations, right? Yeah. Um, I know I'd need shit myself if, if uh, you know, like some big alien attack was happening or well, something that, like that, and something was being hurled at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there might be an old squeaky kind of you know fart that goes astray. You wouldn't want your undies on the outside, but. You know, I think we would we would think ahead and wear brown undies on the outside. <laughs> you know, just so that they couldn't see what was happening if one of those situations if you and happened. I, if you and I, yeah. right, mm. <laughs> were superheroes, <laughs> it'd be Squirrel Man and Squirrel Boy, right? With brown fr- uh, f- furry and yep. with brown undies on the outside. Um, brown brown at, at the, the back and yellow at the front. To look like squirrels? <laughs> Do you know what our cat's cry would be? Yeah. It's nut time! <laughs> <laughs> and where's my nuts? Uh, <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? We've just created a fucking new um, comic book character series. <laughs> Don't rip it off us, listeners. <laughs> right? We're going to copyright that shit. I was thinking the other day, we need to come up with a second uh, podcast. Yeah. And Where we just talk rubbish film ideas? E- exactly. Yeah. But the idea is that you have to get drunk... Before you do the podcast. Oh, well, that's no problem at all. And then you come up with a plot of a movie. Yeah. Yeah. We could easily do that. Drunk, we'll to, down the track, we might look at that. Drunk movies. <laughs> you know, drunk drunk movie scripts, I reckon. Now, actually, you and I got to go along and see a movie together last Sunday. We did. Sunday. Bit of a, Talking it was next, DC. It was a bro date with a bunch of other bros. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, My lady was there. She was. 
We went to see Killing Joke. Yes. Batman Killing Joke, the animated feature film. Which is such a pinnacle point of comics. Oh, mate, it is. It is so many modern, people think well, it is such a, a classic. Yeah, so many um, people think it's iconic. And it is. It truly, for what, for what it was at its time, yes, it certainly was. Um, and when did it come out? It came out in the 80s, right? 80, early 89, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, now... Went along, we were over the moon, you know, leading into it because it was Mark Hamill back voicing the yes. Joker, Kevin Conroy yes. back voicing Batman. Um, Tara Strong. Tara Strong. God, she's got a wonderful voice. Anyway. Can so, I just pause you there? You can pause me. Did you enjoy the, 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 the comic? Uh, the Killing, Killing Joe? Joe? Yeah, I only read it. Because um, remember there was that whole uh, hoo-ha uh, where a, lo- a lot of uh, feminists. The ending of it, yeah. Was saying that, you know, uh, no, no, no. Not oh, no, the ending, okay. That uh, the Joker in it... Um, you know, when he strips Barbara and that often yes, he, yes, he raped yes, her. Yes, yes, yes. Right? And there was this whole thing, uh, I think it was late, was it late last year or early this year, where people were going off about, oh, it's a horrible comic because you know the Joker. And other people were coming, even though I think the, the uh, some of the people who worked on it, I'm not saying Alan Moore or whatever else, he, came he, out and said, yeah. no, especially with the way, you know, we're talking 89, there's no way that that would have got past yes. uh, editors or anything else because the, oh the comic companies were very conservative at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I gave it to my wife. She'd never read it before. Yep. I went home, plucked it out of the bookshelf and said, hey, read this for me and I'll talk to you at the end of it. And she read it and I said, what did you think? She goes, she goes oh, it's, I'm not real fussed on it. I don't think it's a great comic. A bit dated. A bit dated. And I said, now, anywhere in that, do you think that the Joker raped Barbara Gordon? And my wife just went, no. 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 Yes, he violated her by stripping her, but he did it to take photos. Of her naked body to drive a father nuts. Yep, yep. But it isn't, you know, there were a lot of women going, you know, he explicitly raped her in that comic. It's like, no, 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 no. You're, you're, you're. It's, it, it, that's their interpretation, and not everyone interpreted it the same way. I certainly didn't. But anyway, um, so went into it, and it got it now. It's R rating in America, MA15 plus mm-hmm. in Australia. So we're yep. expecting, I don't know, swearing and everything else. Now, I'd heard a little rumour the night before that there was a sex scene in it, and I was like, okay. I don't no, remember there's, there's that. no sex scene in the comic. Um, now, the whole... This is where we dissect it. So if you haven't seen it, um, yeah, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about yep. the, the Killing Joke movie. Yep. Here we go. Right. So the first, what, half hour, 35 minutes is fresh material. Additional, additional okay. to... Yeah. Because, I mean, it's not a long graphic novel. It's a pretty short graphic novel. It was actually originally released as a uh, prestige format little book, mm-hmm. not, not a graphic novel. Okay. Mm-hmm. One shot. Um... So, Brian Azzarello, the scriptwriter, and Bruce Tim got together and padded it out. They felt like they needed to give more substance to Batgirl's role. Instead of her being just a footnote, which yes. she kind of is, you know, uh, Barbara Gordon gets, you know, as you know, she gets shot by the Joker, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, now, what happened was they've, they've added this whole beginning bit in, like I say, about a half hour, 35 minutes long, and... Um, yeah, you know, so it's a Batgirl story. Her taking on a, a crim that's trying yep. to crack on her and everything else, and um, you know, Batman's like you're too close to, to the to the situation. Mm-hmm. Back off, and yep. anyway, she vents her frustration at him by pinning him down on a roof and taking her top off, and they have sex. Now, all you see is her pin him down, her take her own top off and cowl, yep. right? So, and she's got a sports bra on underneath. Right, because every good female crime fighter goes out with a sports bra underneath. You know that's the, allegedly that's for comfort, Ginge. Alle- right? Allegedly, some male superheroes do the same. <laughs> I, I'm I'm wearing one right now. I know you are. Uh, I love the colour too. Thanks. Uh, salmon is is definitely your colour. Thank you. Anyway, um, and then Batman cups her butt. That's pretty much it. Yeah, 
No. F- uh, f- fade off into the sky. Yep. There is no... There's no sweat. shots of any trains going into any tunnels oh, or, nothing like or that. trees being cut down right, or anything. Which is why we're not allowed to make cartoons, because we totally would have had yeah. that. Anyway, um, so that, that's their big sex thing. Right? And then that subplot sort I of have, continues... I have seen worse in Looney Tunes cartoons, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking Animaniacs where they go, dust for fingerprints? And then uh, and then she walks out with Prince and says, no, fingerprints. And looks at Prince and goes, no way. Exactly, right? Okay, back to the movie. Anyway, um, and after that, she throws a bit of a hissy fit and gives up being Batgirl because, you know, Batman, she's pining after Batman. He's not really interested. All right? So, to me, that's not a great portrayal of, of Barbara Gordon. They, in the that, comics... That, that they, they would... <laughs> that, that she would give it up. Yeah. Oh, just because Batman kind of wasn't interested, you know, like... And, he uh, he wasn't showing her a lot of affection. And he was, and, and he was protecting Batman her and... Batman didn't send flowers. Um, yeah, like, there was this... this it was this full-on awkwardness. Was, it was written horrible. It, like, <laughs> the, no, the writing of it I, was, was crap. Um, we'll get to the ending too. Anyway, because, so th- that's yeah. that's what happens, and that leads into the actual killing joke adaptation. Yep. And now f- that part quite bloody good and stuck pretty much to the story. Yes, yes, right? yes. Um, we all know the ending where they're both laughing, and then you kind of only ever usually hear Batman continue laughing. Now, and it's always um, which, which did of, happen. Which did happen? Yeah, it's that thing of did Batman. Snap his neck or something like Cause that. Because because right? it does the camera does pan down to the 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 sort of rain droplets on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, now it works well in a graphic novel, fade to black kind of thing. You know, a bit of an ambiguous ending. Yeah, doesn't work so well on the big screen when suddenly up comes the credits and then there's a little post credit scene with Barbara Gordon in the wheelchair at setting herself up as Oracle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that ending just didn't work, and I'm not the only one who thought that. A lot of people with us said the same thing. I I, I liked the after credit scene, but I didn't like yeah the way that it scene ends. before it just, yeah, the I credit. Know, it just doesn't quite work. And for me, just quickly, yeah. Why if if Batman had a sexual relationship with Batgirl, mm. and the Joker is there, and he just tells you a joke, why would you empathise with the Joker then? And start laughing at this joke that he just said. Oh no, I, that's right. Like I, I don't understand why it just it, like, it. The whole thing didn't make sense to me. The, the whole relationship between Batman and Batgirl, because you know he's always been more of a fatherly figure, yes, a yes, mentor, yes, not um, a romantic liaison. Because she was always chasing after Dick Grayson, and and he and also for him, her father was a father figure to him as well. Yeah, yeah. You so know? It's just, so. It's just, I don't know. It just didn't. It was awkward. Yes, it just didn't work. Um, but overall, like the, the the killing joke adaptation towards the last half of the film, the mm-hmm. main part, mm-hmm. worked reasonably good. Okay, reasonably good. My biggest problem now, I, as I said, we're going into it. We're so happy. Mark yep. Hamill, the voice of the yes. Joker. Yeah, yeah. And there's a little bit on the big screen. There was a little featurette at the start that yeah. talked about how he got the role and his interpretation. Blah 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 blah. I think that shouldn't have happened because you know what? They were showing old clips of him doing the voice of the classic animated Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when it started, my mind slipped straight back to that version of the Joker, which was more lighthearted. This is a yes. different, darker, you know, very, very grim Joker yes. in, in Batman Killing Joke. Yep. And I, for one, couldn't picture him as the right you kind of dark disconnect, Joker. No, you couldn't I, disconnect Every time he, he would say something as the Joker, I would keep thinking of... The lighter version of the joke. Yeah, Do you know, does Harley that make Quinn. sense? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not the only one that said this. I've had a number of people come back and say to me this week the exact same thing. They mm. felt the same way. Okay. And it was like as good as good as it was to have, um, you know, Mark Hamill and even Kevin Conroy. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they could have got someone else 
different? Like, uh, maybe it's that old thing, you can't go back. Yeah. You know, like, you never go home. It's just, it's done it's, in it's, the past. It's, it's always going to be different. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think for this interpretation of Batman and the Joker, maybe they should have recast. They should have gone someone different. Uh, maybe, what's his name? Joe DiMaggio. Uh, Joe, uh, whatever his name is, the guy um, who, who voices yeah, yeah. Um, yep. John yep. DiMaggio. Sorry, John, John DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio is a baseball player, Ginge. Yeah. Way back when. He's dead now. Um, yeah, he was married to Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> that's right. Um, <sighs> but uh, John DiMaggio, he should have probably voiced the Joker in it. This is me. I just think that that might have been... I don't know. But anyway, um, and, I, I, overall, I walked out of it. If I had to rate it out of five... I'd probably give it two, two and a half out yeah. of five. Yeah. I, I, yeah. There, there were, to be honest, there were times in that movie where I was ready to go to sleep because there was a lot – within that first half hour, hour, yep. there was a lot of plot development. I know. I had to keep stroking your neck to keep you awake. <laughs> Don't be telling people. <laughs> and, and, you know – Which was really hard because you're a – can, you know, a row back behind me. Yeah, and, and my girlfriend was sitting next to me. Um, but also, because I'm such a, a visual person, yeah. the the animation style... What was up with Batman's ears? Uh, it looked like horns, yes. to be honest. Yes. It looked like the old black and white cereal, yeah. movie cereal. Yeah, like back then he couldn't keep his ears quite mm. erect. Yeah. It was like he needed Viagra in He his needed ears. to rub them just a little bit to make <laughs> just them... Just to get them hard. Yeah. Get them up stiff. But I just... I, We're going to hell for that. <laughs> the animation style it just it didn't, didn't feel me. new. Nope. It it kind of it was the animated series, but just a little bit bent. You know, they they added in some three D animation with the Batmobile and some other objects, but not. It didn't feel right. It just didn't feel like. And I, I understand it wasn't really made for cinema screens, but it was shown on a no, cinema. Yeah, it was, you know, it was the know? first um, full feature cinematic release. Batman animated movie since uh, Mask of the Phantasm. So only which, the second one that's which, been on big screen. And and I'm really thinking about going... I really want to go back and watch Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, it was amazing. But see, it was in the style of the animated, animated series. series. The and book was good too. I remember oh, I reading the, the book. book back in the, in the day the too. It was great. Um, but yeah, I just visually, I felt like they should have gone further with the style. What would you rate it? I mean, I'll give them you know, 2.5 out of 5. Yeah, yeah probably about a 2. A two, you're going even I just, lower. I just, I honestly, if I hadn't seen it, mm. I wouldn't have been upset. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Make sure you mention it in the in the comments. Uh, we'd love to hear back from you and see what you thought. Um, now, Ginge, the other thing I am going to talk more movies because mm. I went along with my lovely wife and saw Star Trek, uh, the new Star one, Trek Beyond. Star Trek Beyond. Now it's a different director. It's the guy who did uh, some Fast and the Furious movies, and it's not JJ r- Abrams. <laughs> um, so there wasn't a lot of lens flare like there usually is with JJ. But and, I tell you what, and our mate was. Uh, had a hand in writing it as well. Simon Pegg. Yeah. Simon Pegg wrote it, uh, co-wrote it. He, yeah. he wasn't a solo writer on it. Mate, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. And it is one of those films, geek speakers, listen up, go and see it on the big screen. Really? Don't wait for really? DVD on this. You must see this okay. on the big screen. It is It is worth it. Okay. Um, There's some awesome balls-to-the-wall action. Um, Kirk, is it? You know what? Chris Pine is Kirk. They fucking nailed it. <laughs> no, they nailed it. He is great. And he's riding a dirt bike around. I seen. I yes. see that in the trailers. Yes. Now, there's a there's a woman in it, an alien yeah. uh, woman, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, J- Jayla, Jayla, right? I didn't click until we got out of the cinema. Mm. You know the the evil chick out of um, Kingsman who has the two blades. Yeah, for, for, feet. for feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's her. Really? Yeah. Has she really got feet? Yeah, I believe she has for Jin. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I was just wondering whether they were... They whether w- she was a disabled actress, like yeah. a you know, impaired actress. Yeah. No, no, apparently not. I think that was all digitally done. Huh. 
Anyway, but she's great as, as because Jayla. she's got she's got the full on makeup headpiece on and yeah 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 and her and um and Scotty uh, Simon Pegg's character yeah. uh, they have to team up to do some stuff in it and it's good and Bone, he, he, Bones and Spock get teamed up in yeah uh, in this one as well and 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 so you got a good dynamic between Bones and Scott yeah um, and I love Carl Urban as Bones yes yes um yes. and and uh, Zachary Quinto does a great job as Spock yep. he really does um and Kirk and um, Chekhov. Okay, but it was sad at the end. There's a little credit um, up there for Leonard Nimoy, obviously, because yeah. he, he passed away. Yeah, and then and then there's a little you know, bit of a pause, and then it comes up for Anton. Yeah, and you know what? I'll, I'll be honest, it hits you in the feels because yeah. he had a, a pretty great role in this film. Yep, yep. And they've already said they're not going to recast. Yeah, like, you won't see Chekhov back in the next film, which is disappointing. Yeah, no, oh, what? They're not recasting. Well, no, disappointing that. You'll never get to see him in another I'd Star say, Trek. It really yeah. is. Uh, but look, we walked out of it, both of us, on a high. We just yeah. went, that is such a great cool. film. Full of action. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, and Greg Grunberg, who's now hosting, co-hosting a new show with, out. with Kevin Smith. Yep. He has a, he has a bit in it. Jesus. Yep. He's everywhere. He's, he's in Star Wars. He's in Star he, Trek. He crosses over both. Oh, my see? God. Both, uh, he's got a foot in both fandoms. Ha- has he got the high voice in it? Because I noticed in the TV show, he's got a very high voice. I said that to you the other day. We watched the first episode of... Ge- it was a Geeking Out. Yep. Um, and Tiffany Sweets from DC All Access. She's on the show mm-hmm. with Kevin Smith and Greg Grunberg. And um, I said to you, I'm like, oh my God, his voice is very high compared to what he, how it he was in It sounds very Heroes. much like me when I'm in- very excited. Hi. He kind of was. He's actually a bit... Yeah, and I'm probably more Kevin Smith, like if I was high. Um, <laughs> drunk instead of high, I should say. But anyway... Yeah, um, awesome in the movies, he's, he's very. Can, very I, can I be honest and yeah? say I'm rating Star Wars Beyond Star Trek, Star Trek Beyond? Ah, oh, fucking. No, nope. there you go. Um, I've had too much to drink already tonight. I take it back. Star Trek Beyond. I give it a full rating, five out of five. Really, it is something you must see on the big screen. Okay, don't download it. Don't fucking wait for DVD. Go and watch it on well, the you screen. Can, you can't. Well, you could, but. You know, with <laughs> Torrance down. I know, already. people have got their way around it, apparently. I've already been told. I've had some feedback this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway, that, that was my adventures last week to the movies. We uh just going back to Comic Con. Yeah. Marvel also released the trailer for Doctor Strange. Yes, they did. Like a full, full length one. For. Tell you, you what, excited? though. Are you, I'm a little bit. Eh. But that's because I think you uh, can't uh, get. I can't deal with the, the effects, with the you know everything bends. It. Yeah, what you're they, thinking in, too much of, of Inception. Inception. Yeah, yeah. And I can't. I will not be able to watch Doctor Strange in 3D. It look. It looks like Inception mated with the Dark Knight. Because you know what? Yeah. If I watch, if I watch Doctor Strange in 3D at the cinema, yeah. there's going to be people in front of me. They're going to get a whole different version <laughs> of immersing themselves in the film. <laughs> They'll also be getting immersed in fucking liquid coke oh my and goodness. everything else. Yeah, it'll just be horrible if I watch that in three D. It looks like it looks like the love child of Chris Nolan. You would swear that if I, if I watch it in three D, yep, I swear to you, you'd think I was like fucking, um, you know, what do you call it, uh, possessed and doing the old fucking Linda Project- head will spin around, spin around and projectile yeah, vomit. Yeah, because that would just fucking do my just- head in. <laughs> <laughs> that would be horrible. Really would be, but that's that's what would happen if I saw that on the big screen. It'd be good for the people at home listening to this podcast in in uh, stereo because you'd be able to hear it go. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, popcorn everywhere. Huh. I'm a sharing, caring kind of guy. Well, hey, if and I'm into recycling. Well, that, you know, I it's it's interesting this because I don't think this movie could have been released. 
even five years ago. Probably not. Because it, it seems like... Um, Most people back then just wouldn't have been able to they wouldn't, Yeah, they wouldn't have been Doctor able Strange. to... Yeah, yeah, like, I think audiences are more, you know... I'm not going to say smarter, but they're educated they've been, about they've superhero. Been, they've been conditioned yeah. to um, probably accept super, superhero stuff yeah. more now. And it, fe- it feels like it feels like almost a bit of the shadow. Yeah, because he can bend. Do you, do you know? Um, I, we were only talking about this as a group of people in the shop this week. We were talking about it. Um, well, we said, you know, like when we were in high school, yeah. we're talking in the nineties, and some of these guys were even older. They were all, the, all, in the, all these people in, that, in the eighties that that, can't, that weren't even born in the nineties. They were like, um, you know, we dreamed of it one day that the stuff we were into, yeah, would be accepted, and now it really is. But we're almost at saturation point. You know, it's not it's not that weird thing to be a, a comic collector or mm-hmm. a fan of superheroes. It's so common now, and everyone's got stuff on their and cars and tattoos on their bodies with superhero and stuff. It, and it seems like it's it's not pop culture. It's I guess pop culture is mainstream culture now. If that makes any well, like the always, stuff well, from the nineties, yeah, yeah pop, pop culture. I mean, you know, it's meant to be popular, popular culture. culture, yeah. Um, but back back then, it kind of it wasn't popular. It was like I mean? it's it, it's <laughs> it indie, weird. It's like indie culture, yeah. has now crossed over to yeah. to mainstream it's culture. So, everything's so mainstream, and you look at like um, you know, my nephew and his mates and that they're constantly talking about stuff at school, you know. Which you, back then there was only a small handful of us. Now yeah. every kid talks about, oh, you know, did you see the latest movie? And, I remember being heckled and and and. Pulled the piss out of for like Batman. And that was Batman. just by me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, Giga. <laughs> Fucking Batman lover. God. And you're like, motherfucker, you read Batman as well. Yeah, but I do it in a cool way. Yeah. And now you've got a seven foot Batman in your comic <laughs> shop. Exactly. You're gl- you're, you you are, have got to be glad that I got you into comics. I am. I thank you. Now you have day. an empire. When I wake up and come to work and go, if it wasn't for fucking Ginger, I'd probably be doing... I'd probably be a lawyer by now. Yeah. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd be a judge. <laughs> A corrupt judge, but a but judge, judge none- nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> You're a mad bastard. But anyway, um, I want to do a quick shout out. Yeah, right. Because I don't. Um, you may see it pop up in the next uh, in the next couple of days um, in different areas, and and we might even do a, a bit of a shout out on the uh, Geek Speak page. Mm-hmm. But uh, Adam Rose, yes. legendary Rosie, our our mate and uh, good buddy. He's got a book launch at my store. It's the Queensland launch of the new Killaroo, um, This Town Mine. Um, it, it, and there's an exclusive cover just for customers of your shop. There is. There is a, uh, we've had a commission an exclusive cover. Uh, it's called sorry, uh, Township Mine. Uh, T- Killaroo Township Mine is the name of the book. Now, it originally came out in the Melbourne Comics Quarterly. It all split up over a couple of books. Mm-hmm. This has all been put into one spot. It's got a few extra pages of story. It's got sketches and everything else. So it's the first time it's been released as a solo, as a solo book. book. Yep. Um, now, it's uh, it's getting a launch here at Kaboom Comics uh, in Toowoomba. Now, Adam will be in store signing cool. away like a legend he is. Now, written by uh, Darren Close. Closey down there, Creator of Killaroo. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Close. Um, And, of course, artwork by Adam himself. Now, we commissioned a variant um, exclusive cover for Mm. for Kaboom Comics. 
It will be available on the Kaboom Comics web store cool, as well. Yeah. So www.kaboomcomicsaustralia.com. Uh, um, and if you get in early enough and hit us up with a request, uh, Adam might be able to sign it for you. That's cool. And that kind of thing before it gets posted out. So keep an eye out. When uh, when it comes into stock, it will be available on the online store just before mm. the launch. And if you're uh, in the Darling Downs region, I should say, then make sure you come in August 13th, Saturday, August 13th, at Kaboom Comics Toowoomba's Comics Even if store. you're not in the, in the Toowoomba region, you're in the southeast Queensland. <laughs> Get in the car, mate, come up for mate, a day, mate. and meet a great artist. Adam's yep. going to be here signing and chatting away with people. Mm-hmm. And look, he's the most down-to-earth bloke you could ever hope to meet. And he's an absolute pleasure to have in store for launch. We've had both his uh, crayfish yes. launched up here in Toowoomba before. We were yeah. very fortunate. And uh, hopefully next time we'll be able to get closely up for it as well. Cool, up here man. Toowoomba. That would be fantastic. Now, Ginge, it is, of course, that time of the month where the new previews magazine, Diamond Previews, has hit your comic book shelves, okay? And uh, ours is on a table. We have a, an in-store copy that people come and flick through and it's, it's put the, their orders uh, in. It's, it's almost the same as the Necronomicon, you know? It's, it's, well, it it's, is an it, evil book. It because is you, an evil book. You go through and you go, I want that, I want that, I want that. And you before know you know it, you owe me an arm and a leg. That's right. You know, I open up this book and all of a sudden I have no money. Yeah, I have all your money. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, what I want to talk about in the image section, okay, page 196 of the previews to be Okay, exact. remember that, 196. 196. Yep. Uh, the image section there, Reborn number one. This is the hotly uh, and, uh, anticipated series by Mark Miller and Greg Capullo, who's, okay. who's just finished his big long run with Scott Snyder yes. on Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Batman, yep. right? He's left Batman to go over and do a, a creator-own book with Mark Miller, obviously Mark Miller, creator of Wanted, Kick-Ass, Kick-Ass. Kingsman. Yep. yep. This man is amazing, right? I love Mark Miller. So they've probably death. already sold the rights to this as being a oh, movie. Probably fucking has. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now they, they, they've created a smash. Uh, I love how they call it a smash hit and it hasn't even come out yet. Yeah. But anyway, great, they're promoting great. it as a smash hit. It's it, the look, gem of the month. It is going to be a smash hit. Let me. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not lying. This okay. book will be. If your comic shop hasn't ordered it for you or you haven't put down for it, do it. Go and put it. It's an order flying in. off the shelves and hasn't even been released. That's yet. right. Now, um, reborn. Where do you go when you die? Not heaven or hell, somewhere else. Somewhere you have to fight to survive. Somewhere the people from the past are waiting for you. The good and the bad. Right? Story by Mark Miller. Art by Greg Capullo. He's also doing uh, the covers. Jock's doing a a cover. Frank Cho's doing a cover. John Cassidy's doing a cover. And even Todd McFarlane. Toddy Mc... Oh, my gosh. Toddy MC is doing a cover as well. Um, Now, you've got to check it out because this is going to be... Massive. There's a couple of little bits of promo art there in the in the previews to look at, and it's Greg yeah. Capullo at his best, and I really can't wait to see it. Our, our good mate, Todd McFarlane. Yes, you've got to check it out. Reborn. It is in there. Now, the other one I want to talk to you about is Cannibal Number 1. Now, that's from New York Times best-selling writer, Brian Bucciolato. I like the cover. Bacalata, Bacalato, whatever you pronounce his name. Baclava. Uh, no, it's not Baclava. Oh. No, that's a delicious dish, Jim. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer and Jennifer Young, that's who's doing the artwork there, is Jennifer Young. Uh, no, I like, sorry, that's co writing it. Jennifer Lung and Brian. Oh my God, hang on. Okay, so doing the story is Brian Bucciolato uh, and, and Jennifer Young, and uh, Matthias. Bagara is doing the artwork in it. Now, this sounds like a fantastic book. Uh, it's a story about the denizens of a small Everglades town desperately trying to hold on to their everyday lives at the dawn of a cannibal pandemic. With no cure in sight, the region has become split over what to do with the victims. Uh, though for Cash and Grady Hansen, the answer is simple. Kill them. But all of that changes when the virus begins to infect people they love. So zombies... But not back- zombies... 
cannibals. Uh, oh, sorry, you can't call them zombies because it's Cause probably because they're, they're not dead. It's a it's a, a virus that turns you into a cannibal. Wow, well, doesn't kill you. Not the undead. So they're similar. So they're the infected, the infected. which is which is is pretty much the zombies of the. Right? the and still, zombies want to eat your brain mostly. Right, mm. most of the times, zombies are after you eat your brain. These guys will eat anything. It's fucking. It's, do you know what? They'll chew on your pinky toe. What? They will fucking. They will wolf down your nipples. They well, hang on. Those nipples are just for me. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 and special times. So that's in. That's on page one ninety eight of the image. I can't believe Bridge. I actually just touched my nipples, as in to protect them from the book. And I'll, I'll tell you a little something else. I don't know much about it. And there's sweet gall put in the uh, Marvel uh, little previews, previews book. Yeah. But my pick of the Marvel previews because I love the fucking team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm picking up Champions Number One. That's by written by Mark Wade and Humberto Ramos on the artwork. <laughs> Is the Alex Ross variant cover? Oh, um, so a Scotty Young variant cover. Okay. Oh, hello. But it's Humberto Ramos on the artwork. That's why I'm giving it my ticket yeah, approval. Well. But it's a it's a young it's the team of, of like young Marvel heroes. So you've yeah. got um, Adamaeus Cho as the Hulk. Yes, yes, yes. You've got a young uh, like teenage version of, of Cyclops. Mm-hmm. You've got Ms. Marvel. You've got Nova. Mm-hmm. You've got a female um, teen version of the Vision. Yes, and you've got Miles Morales as Spidey in there. So that's them forming a champions team and going out on their own. And I, for one, cannot wait to read that. That is going to be my pick, my Marvel pick of the month out of that preview. But I mean, I mean, you know, anything that Humberto Ramos. Ah, uh, see, even you're anything, getting on, on the act any, now. Any anything he does, you know, I love you, him. You, I, you I, would I, like honestly, to make love to the book. I don't make love to the book. Well, I you would love like to. The book. You would like to. Shh, don't say that hey, out loud. When it gets cold enough. And the other thing out of uh, DC that I want to pick out yeah. is that they're doing because uh, they did one not long ago. It was the DC Dark Horse Batman Aliens. Um, yeah. Ones, okay. They're now doing DC Dark Horse Justice League. Now this is um, it's the greatest crossovers featuring the Justice League members: Superman, Batman, Starman, and Batgirl against Predator, Terminators, and other characters in the DC Comics Dark Horse Comics Justice League Volume One Collection. Now it includes Superman versus Predators One to Three. Yeah. Superman versus the Terminator: Death to I the can Future. Fi- I can finally finish that that <laughs> series. You only ever got. Like, I only one managed of... to pick up one Part? issue of that. Yep. Now you can finish it. Did you oh. buy this book? Um, Batman, Hellboy, Starman, one to two, and Ghost, Batgirl, one to four, yeah. all in one big thick all graphic right, novel. Put me down for that collected edition. So, and the cover is by Mike, legendary artist Mike Mignola. <sighs> um, I tell you what, it's going to be fantastic. So that's in the DC section. That's mm-hmm. my pick. I've given you an image, two image books because you're spoiled for choice. Um, I've given you my pick out of a graphic novel there for. DC, Damn. and I've given you a Marvel pick there, the champions from Marvel. Oh. So that is my picks of previews. That is in, in the latest comic uh, comic magazine. Uh, previews, your comic shop catalogue at all good comic book stores. They should have one in store for you to flick through. Um, some people uh, like to buy their own. You can usually purchase it at a comic book store. Cool, man. There you go. I'm, I'm, I, I'm really loving this new DC logo. Yeah. It's it, it's a throwback to the bullet. Do you know what? Me too. It's It, it feels like home. Like, oh, yeah. you know, that sounds, yeah. that sounds retarded does, yeah. saying that. But it's not. I mean it. I look at it and I just go, it feels right. Yeah. The like, peel the, the peel, peel never looked right. Yeah, the, 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 the star kind of that they had before the spin, that. The DC yeah. spin. I yeah. didn't mind the DC spin. It looked good before movies and animation. You did. The peel just looked like shit. And if, you, if you're one of them very few people that I've ever come across who goes, oh, I like the DC peel, well, you need to go and get your head ready and get some glasses, <laughs> right? Because your design sense is in your butt. Plain and simple. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. There is no ifs, buts, or maybes. You're simply fucking wrong. And Just like the designer was. That's why DC have fucking changed it. 
Oh, I'm on a rant there, Jeans. Oh, hang on. Whoa, Sorry. Back. Whoa. We're going to be positive. I'm going to go and take my happy pill again. What I'm loving is that it is... Which is shaped like the new fucking DC logo. <laughs> no wonder it makes you happy. <laughs> I'm loving the fact that it's already beginning yeah. uh, trailers now with that logo. Yes. They're incorporating it. Suicide Squad have incorporated it. The, de- the, uh, Killing the jo- Flash. Didn't. Killing Joke still had the peel. Did you it notice did. that? But it's, it, it, it's interesting. there and went... That's what we did. Now that's not a, that's not Squirrel Man chewing on his nuts. <laughs> that is us going tisk tisk for shame. You know what? I <laughs> yes, I'm going to quote sixty minutes. Oh God, here we go. By saying, and <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. It's not right. No, it wasn't right. It wasn't but right. I, I am loving the fact that we're, we're seeing stuff with uh, the Flash. The, the new season has got the the new DC logo. Also, seeing it in front of uh, Justice League and Wonder Woman. It's I'm I'm really enjoying the the look. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. I'm loving it. But anyway, there you go. Um, now, Jens, before we go, yes, right, yes. I got a little treat today. I got to see something freaking cool. Right, you did you didn't. No. And you're up me about seeing it. Yeah, because now it's shut <laughs> behind closed doors, hidden under a tarp. Now, we all know I run a comic book store in Toowoomba City, yep. okay? Yep. Now, I've had an empty shop beside me for a few months, mm-hmm. and I've finally got some fantastic neighbours moving in, right? But it's, it's like a marriage, a cool, geeky marriage, because I've got a cool uh, clothing store mm. opening beside me. Now, it's an indep- indie independent clothing store, right? And they're stocking some of the cool Australia's coolest threads, uh, stuff like Autonomy, Dead Studios, Kiss Chasey, Freaky China, uh, Ziggy Denim, and so much more. Okay. okay. This store, my new neighbours, White Rhino is the name of the store. I'm loving the look of their logo. That, that logo. It, it, it has a little bit of a DC logo. It's got the circular thing happening. <laughs> you know, I hadn't noticed that before. Um, but anyway. Now that's are... all you're going to be able to see. <laughs> My new neighbours mm. are geeks themselves. Yes. Right? Jacqueline and Tim moving in next door. First thing they did. Mm. They're not open yet. They've got a grand opening next month. But the okay. first thing they did. Yeah. They've put in a 1989 Batman pinball machine, Ginger. Oh my God! You're a son of a bitch. I, I got to say, I didn't haven't had a chance to play it. Yet. I get they, t- they told me I get no, first just dibs. The, just the fact to be able to look at it. I touched it. Oh, you. I touched it. Fuck you, man. Uh, in your no. dreams, buddy. No. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would make love to this pinball machine. Uh, you know what? There'll be some bumping and grinding going on when it's, <laughs> that's plugged in. But uh, yeah, the lovely crew there at White Rhino have said that I get to have a go of it when it, when they <sighs> open. Okay, um, and I'm I'm gonna you know what because I'm such a great mate to you. Yeah, I'm gonna bring you along. You can watch me play it. Oh, you, oh I'm so thankful. Thank you. <laughs> no, seriously. When I walk past the other one, I'm not wandering along. It's it, mm-hmm. it's on. There's a little side lane there. Yeah, and I walk past it. I've, they've got these big windows there, and I walk past on the way to my shop. Yep, and I'm like you know, <laughs> I don't actually fucking skip and, and, and whistle of a morning, but just just for dramatic purposes, yeah. right? Let, let, let's let's just... imagine I've had a cup of coffee, and I'm not a surly motherfucker. <laughs> Okay, grumbling my way to work in the morning. <laughs> Bloody ginge, making yeah, yeah, me introduce me to comics. <laughs> Fucking now I've got a comic job. Exactly. It's all your fault. Yeah. Anyway, I'm walking along. You know, you do the old double take. You're like, <laughs> well, past the window. And then, uh, yeah. And then, and then uh, back, we, back foot. What we need now is is a record scratching yeah. and you and you, your head to pivot and go. <laughs> yep. And that's pretty much what happened. And yeah. I went. I think I know what that is under the, <laughs> under that tarp because I can see the legs of it. And like, That's a pinball machine, <laughs> and there was just a little glint, 
of Batman 89 beside of it. Orange. I swear to Christ. Yeah. Um, I felt sorry for them because I've had to clean their window. There's a mess all over the window from me <laughs> freaking out about this awesome pinball movie. It, it, it wasn't the same reaction you, you're going to have to Doctor Strange? Not that, no. Not that reaction? No, it come from a different part of my body. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway... Check them on out uh, if you're on Facebook, uh, if you're on Instagram. It's at uh, White Rhino uh, Apparel, okay. And uh, I'll have to. We'll do a, a shout out because we're gonna yeah. we're gonna have to go and see if we can ask them if we can do a little short uh, video of us at their launch when they launch mm. um, with the pinball machine in there. Oh, right? Always, yeah. Because these these two, uh, Jacqueline and Tim, are massive geeks. Right? I'm, so I'm a little concerned that if they give you a master key to be able to go in there and play it when you want, yeah. this shop may not be open that often. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, um, I'll give them a key and, and Tim can come in and, and hook into my Scotch collection out the back. Oh, okay. So we'll just do a trade. Well, I see. It seems yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no work will get done either side of the wall. Hey, bartering is the new <laughs> is the new cash. But anyway, White Rhino Apparel, my new neighbours, and just top fantastic geeky people, and they've got a pinball machine. So they opened in August. It'll be fantastic. We'll do a quick shout out, a uh, bit of a film there, uh, filming there, little, yeah, little clip or something like that. Uh, but there you go. I just love to make sure you support great Australian um, retailers and stuff like and that. And it's good to see that. Don't the- buy don't buy out of America. Buy Australian. Buy local. Let, let 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 us buy it from America and then sell it to you. Yeah, that's right. Tinge, <laughs> <laughs> that's my fucking livelihood. Stop shush, it. Shush. Anyway, you got anything else to say, sir? That's about it for me for this week. It has been a big week, mate. Thank you so much, my co-host with the most. Wake up some pots and pans. I've been your main host here. No, hang on. Let's do that again. Take it right back. Vroom. Ginger, have you got anything else to talk about? I think that's all. The Comic-Con'd out. You are. You, you're oh. spent. <laughs> you are a, a sticky, spent mess in the corner. That is what oh. you are. And it's only Comic-Con. That's su- all it's done su- it to su- Such a lovely visual to, to leave the audience with. <laughs> Mate, you are my co-host with the most. Wake up on a pots and pans. I've been Todd Bailey, your host. And I tell you what, stay geeky, Australia. We'll be back again next week with another great podcast. Until then, go and geek out. You know you want to. News, reviews, and boobs. Only ours. That's that's all we're going to show you. They're not very pretty. <laughs> okay, we're already there. <laughs> Probably shouldn't be. Ah, 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 ah. Oh God, that fed back through to me. <clears throat> ready? <clears throat> it's really loud. Is it? Well, turn it the fuck down. <laughs> turn down for what? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that other? <laughs> what? his name? Rick, Rick James. No, no, is that up with fucking... <laughs> like you got to narrow it down. <laughs> with fucking dreadlocks and really bad teeth. Ah, uh, Lil Wayne? Yeah, Lil Wayne. What? <laughs> yeah, that motherfucker with dreadlocks and bad teeth. Oh, there's a lot of people like that. <laughs> and you're like, what, and he's a rapper? <laughs> fucking join the club, motherfucker. <laughs>